0: Hello everybody. I'm um, very excited today. I have a special guest. Uh, her name is Sandra Lee and uh, Sandra Lee is an intuitive healer. Uh, she's, she has a very, very long history of healing um, in uh, alternative healthcare and human design and biofield tuning. And um, she helps entrepreneurs uh, be their best and find out how to use their energy uh, properly um sandra welcome to the show
1: thank you so much for inviting me april i've been looking forward to this
0: Uh, me too because we kind of know each other not really sort (laughs) of from um having uh, co-authored a book i have right here uh stop overworking start overflowing and so uh your chapter three i believe Mm -hmm. and i'm chapter five and i was really fascinated after reading it because you do something quite unusual in human design. Not only are you a specialist, uh, you integrate uh, the use of tuning forks into your practice. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Biofield tuning is using tuning forks and sound in the energy field. Mm. And I use it with human design. So I create a hologram that represents the person or the project or the relationship or whatever it is I'm working on, I create a hologram that represents that on the table in front of me. Okay. And then I'm working with the, like the aura around it mm-hmm. and using the sound and the tuning forks. And one day I was doing biofield tuning for someone on Zoom. Okay. I don't even know where they were, like <laughs> in the world somewhere. Right. <laughs> and I started seeing the human design chart, the triangle, laid over it. Wow. I was like, ah, this is kind of crazy. But the truth is, it's a parallel system. Okay. So I believe that all of the different ways of healing, they all are working with the same thing. Right. All humans have the same general issues, and they tend to show up in our energy fields, in our chakra centers, in our human design charts, in the same ways. Mm-hmm. Because all of these systems parallel each other. Wow. So when we look at the human design chart, they break down roughly into the same chakra centers. Right. With the issues in the charts paralleling in the chakra centers. Okay. So the same thing with biofilm tuning and the energy field.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So it, I started working with them together. And then now what I do is I like doing a human design reading for someone
2: mm-hmm.
1: and or their business and then doing biofilm tuning mm-hmm. and issues come up in the tuning session. It's mm-hmm. like, hmm, let's look and see how that shows up in your human design chart, because, you know, of course,
0: right. that, that happens
1: all of the time, life oh, issues yeah. are in the chart. Yes. And I was like okay so we know because we've talked about it that you Mm -hmm. have this issue in your life
2: Mm -hmm. and this
1: is how it's showing up in your human design chart now it's coming up in the energy field so what we can do then is with the biofield tuning is have the sound Mm -hmm. and the intention help us to integrate that issue oh wow because you know people have all kinds of struggles in their life things that work things that don't work, things that they want, you know, places where they're stuck. Mm -hmm. And human design helps them so much to understand those things based on their blueprint, their design. Right. That's what human design does. But with biofield tuning, I'm working with their energy field at the same time.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: And then looking at those areas where we get stuck, you know, it's based on trauma. That's happened from the past, okay. And I'm working with that in the energy field, okay. So imagine that I have you know here's me and I have my aura around me, uh huh. In biofield tuning, we find that out the edge of the field is conception, right. And then there's inherited stuff that's outside the field, okay. And then I'm conceived and I have my life mm-hmm. until I come to current time. So as I work through the energy field, I'm working with everybody, it's their history, wow, all of the stuff that has happened.
0: Wow. So it goes beyond just telling someone their mechanics and how to use their mechanics properly. It goes into uh, shadow elements or hurts, wounds that occur in the biofield themselves. Everything. That's beautiful. And
1: including like inherited stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it's like A lot of times when I start doing biofilm tuning and I'm at the edge of the field,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the energy is going out.
2: Mm. So
1: there's stuff from parents, grandparents, or other lifetimes. Right. They're involved in whatever the person is struggling with.
0: That's very interesting. So um, you, but you specialize, you tend to work with a lot of entrepreneurs um, and how, how would they incorporate this in like business, like how they're doing business exactly? Or
1: You've probably found when doing human design
0: mm-hmm.
1: that their design has a big impact
0: right. on
1: the business they do, the type of work they do, the yes. contribution that they make. Yes. So we start from there, okay. right? So we start with human design. Mm-hmm. So it's like the person understands what their purpose is. Right. And then how that's showing up in their mm. life, personally, and in their business, in their work, right. And with that understanding, you know, that makes a huge difference yes. for someone in their ability to identify what it is they're doing, right. How they're serving, or if mm. they don't know what business they want to do, what business what they would be good at, they would enjoy, right. So we certainly do that same thing, okay. But then when we start doing biofield tuning, there are places where they get stuck. Hmm. So in your business, have you ever reached a place of not knowing what to do? I'm confused. This isn't working very well. Yes. So when you reach those places of being stuck or confused, your energy is stuck. Mm. So imagine that, you know, I have my body Mm -hmm. and for my body to work properly and for me as a person in my body to work well, the energy needs to be flowing. Right. That makes sense. It does. Yeah. So the energy has to be coming from above, from God, the source, sun, Mm -hmm. and coming through my body and connecting me to the earth. Mm -hmm. And then energy needs to be coming from the earth into my body, through the body and out the top of my head. Right. And it needs to go out through my arms. So it's like the beginning of a biofield tuning session does that. It establishes that flow, that connection from Mm -hmm. the earth, feeding my field, and from the sun. God, divine, all energized in the field. Mm-hmm. When I am happy and flowing and healthy physically, able to think clearly, my energy field is going to be flowing through. It's mm-hmm. going to move through my body with ease. Right. Okay? But any time the energy gets stuck or blocked, mm-hmm. it keeps me from being able to function. Mm. It keeps me from being able to think. Right. And the illustration I give is, Imagine I'm walking along and I ram my foot into a box, Mm. right? And I stub my toe. Yeah. And it hurts. And I can't, you know, I can't walk. I'm limping,
0: Mm -hmm. right?
1: So when I take my foot and I jam it like that, the energy gets stuck, right? Instead of flowing through my foot, it gets stuck in my foot, right? And it actually gets stuck all the way through my whole body Mm. just from stubbing my toe, Right. right? I've been along. So like I can't function properly. Yes. And it could be that if I've hurt myself in any minor way or even a major way, it keeps me from being able to think Mm -hmm. because I'm in pain, I'm stuck. I'm not able to do what I want to do. And so my energy gets all blocked. Right. So anytime my energy is blocked, I can't function. Right. So biofield tuning is fabulous hmm. at helping to be able to clear that. Wow! Because when I'm when I'm working with somebody doing biofield tuning, I I hit my fork like this, mm-hmm. and I can see energetically where the block is. Wow! Since starting to do biofield tuning, my intuitive mm-hmm. receptivity and accuracy has dramatically Out the charts. Improved. Yeah, yeah. So. I can see where the, where the energy is Mm -hmm. stuck and it's dependent on the context. Okay. So we're going along and and energy is moving. And if the person thinks about a place where they're stuck Mm -hmm. or they get confused,
2: Mm -hmm. or they
1: think about a person they don't like, Mm -hmm. their energy stops flowing. And all it takes is one thought. Mm. So it's like you and I know that mindset yes. makes a world of difference.
0: It does. Right? Yeah.
1: What I think has a dramatic impact on the flow of my energy.
0: That's so interesting, and you know, I think about like we I, we both have careers, uh, former or my in my case a former career in massage therapy, and I think a lot about as you're talking about something like myofascial release, and how one adhesion can really affect something completely different, and so you're you're kind of doing that like in the energetic realm per se, and one little snag, one little place of contraction or tension has the capability of affecting the entire field.
1: That's so fascinating. Which means it affects the entire body and everything Uh affecting the body, right? everything about your health, everything about how your brain works and your clarity and your ability to like step out and make things happen in your life. Right. It affects everything. So if on an energetic level, I am able to help that to be able to flow, that gives the person access to more freedom.
0: Yes. Yes. I think a lot of people don't understand that everything's frequency, everything's vibrating. Every, I think that's, that's a big stretch for a lot of people. Uh, But it's true. It absolutely is. Everything has some sort of vibration. Um, And that's what you're working with. You're clearing out uh, places that are stuck uh, that might maybe have previous injuries or, uh, some sort of conditioning that's not moving.
1: Belief systems.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: You know, I, I describe it that, you know, if I have something I want to do or I intend to do, mm-hmm. but my inner six-year-old is holding on to things that happened. Yeah. To me, yeah. I I describe it that my inner six-year-old is pulling the circuit breakers
2: mm.
0: and keeping
1: me from being able to be out there doing what I want to do Wow. in my in my now life that feels like I'm afraid or mm. I'm confused or mm. I don't have motivation right when I understand that it's because my six-year-old enables me to then take care of my six-year-old mm. in here yes in here and she doesn't have to turn my circuit breakers off anymore
0: right Yeah, because the the, our shadow elements show up initially to protect us, and then they stick around, and and havoc happens.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Here's how I love describing this. Imagine I have all of my survival mechanisms, Mm -hmm. and the only reason why I'm still here is because they did their job. Right. So they're important. I'm not going to get rid of them. Right. So I have people imagine that all my survival mechanisms are in a cloak. Okay, And when I'm safe, which is most of the time, Mm -hmm. I can take my cloak off and put it in the closet. Mm -hmm. And at any time there is danger, because it happens, Mm -hmm. a physical danger, a mean person, someone's Mm -hmm. criticizing me, I can take my survival mechanisms and put it right back on in a second and protect myself when necessary.
0: So it's not, a it's not about getting rid of these parts of ourselves. It's about identifying them, having compassion towards them and using them only when necessary, as opposed to walking around with that cloak all the time.
1: Yes. Yeah. And of course, you know, that human design is one of the most valuable tools mm. for helping me understand those traumas and those wounds and those right. beliefs.
0: Right. Because it's those open areas um, that we take in our conditioning um, and trauma. Um, and And those are the areas that that uh, it's important to kind of understand and know. Uh, like, for example, I've got an open head, so I know that I'm going to be taking in the thoughts of other people, mm-hmm. um, going to feel pressured to answer questions that are not necessarily mine to answer and uh you know you there's something to be said about every open center that puts an additional pressure on us
1: yeah but uh, it's not just the open centers Mm. so it's like you and i both have the throat connected Mm -hmm. to the g or the identity right so for me that's been my my biggest lifelong struggle oh yeah taking things personally
0: oh yeah it's so sensitive
1: Feeling like I have to do everything perfectly. Yes. So I have tons of conditioning around that. Yes. And it's more around my my definition mm-hmm. than my openness, though the undefined emotional solar plexus and feeling pressure to keep people happy. I have that too. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'm me, sure yeah.
0: that your son in Gate Twenty Six is not terribly helpful with that. <laughs> I mean, it wants integrity, but it can like flip over to perfection. Right?
1: Absolutely, and that mm-hmm. that's been one of those. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah it's a struggle
1: yeah but you know like our struggles are, are also our superpowers that's
0: right that's right? right that divine expression can come through there powerfully uh when we uh view it correctness and and find some healing in that in that space for sure and I think awareness is like the first thing I mean it's just oh my, being aware yeah. Because uh, a lot of people don't understand that we have an energetic field, that we are a vibration, that um, these wounds do live in those places in us energetically. Uh, do you ever work with people with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder?
1: Absolutely. I mean, whether diagnosed or not. Okay. Because the truth is, everyone has yeah. post-traumatic stress.
0: Yeah, they do. J-
1: just the process of being born and separated from mother
0: mm, traumatic. creates
1: this survival threat, mm. all these issues with not being seen, not being mm. heard, being right. not belonging, it all starts right there at the beginning of life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And virtually everyone has that trauma. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, and, you know, people with actually more significant and diagnosable post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to hear a story?
0: Oh, please. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. One of One of the people who I've worked with Um, she wants me to tell her story because it's biofield tuning has made so much difference for her. And she was molested when she was two and Mm. molested when she was seven and raped when she was 16 and raped again when she was 22. Oh my goodness. So it's like coming to me in her forties, she had been through a ton of therapy Mm -hmm. and made tons of changes in her life, but daily life, was still being impacted by all of this trauma. Right. And we started doing biofield tuning and it started changing her life immediately Mm. because she had already done all of the healing. Right. She knew what all the stuff was. She just hadn't been able to find freedom from the impact of it on her life. Right. She'd already changed the belief systems. Right. And, Doing the biofield tuning helped her clear it out of her field. Mm. So it's like I look at that everything that happens is like a ball of energy. Right. Everything that happens, positive or negative, is stored in my energy field. It's stored in my body. It's stored in me mo- mentally and emotionally. All of those layers. Mm-hmm. So I've got all of these balls of garbage
2: mm-hmm.
1: that happened to me in my field. Mm. Yeah. And it keeps me from being able to interact cleanly with people because all this garbage is in the way. Right. And so what I feel like I'm doing with the biofield tuning is helping to take these balls of energy and collapse them.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And then they're no longer in my way.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: can be myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can be yourself right. with me right. in a clearer space. Right. and she is an entirely different person now
0: that's amazing
1: she's happy she is taking control of her food issues she's mm-hmm. is no longer using pot i mean all of these things
0: right are but completely she was,
1: different because, she was
0: using to cope
1: yes and when i have all this garbage in my field right mm-hmm. that's what attracts people to me hmm stuff relating to my trauma
0: right Right. So
1: when that's no longer in the way, I then become more available to have relationships that are what I really want them to be. Yes. Rather than based on wounding.
0: Right. Because
1: that's where she was.
0: I think that's the case for a lot of people. A lot of people hmm. have relationships with the people that they have relationships with um, because their view is obscured by these traumas, so to speak. And so they project they project outwards, all sorts of ideas about others in the world. And so they kind of, you know, in gene keys, we call that the fractal, right? So we bring Mm -hmm. them onto our fractal. And um, when we are able to clear those things, then we vibrate in an entirely different way. And we just naturally start to bring people into our lives that are more vibrating where we are. And those that have not been healthy for us just tend to kind of drop off. I definitely yeah. see that they
1: don't match anymore.
0: Right. Right. Cause it's all about resonance. Mm-hmm. And if you're not resonating with someone anymore, then that relationship, you know, has, has served its purpose. And now you have space to bring in somebody who's healthier for you. Yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. And the, one of the things I really like about this is, you know, a lot of people, and I'm not discounting therapy because I think it's a wonderful thing for people if that's what they need. Um, But like you said, she had done all the things she knew from a, a mental understanding what her issues were, but that wasn't really helpful because it didn't clear those issues. And one of the beautiful things about what you're saying is that it's not really necessary to rehash all this. It, you're just changing frequency. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, you know, sometimes people have done a lot of the work, but they don't necessarily understand how this relates to this, relates to this, relates to the issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So um, in my experience, people tend to um, focus on the one thing mm-hmm. that they see is the real problem. Right. Right. And... Um, get like so focused on that, that they miss the connection of that to everything else. Mm -hmm. And um, when I'm doing biofield tuning, a huge amount of intuitive information comes to me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we go into the session focusing on smoking, for Mm -hmm. example. And so I start doing the tuning and like, whoop, something comes to mind.
0: Mm. Like,
1: oh, so how does that, that comes to mind relate to smoking. Right. Because in my mind, your soul has things that it wants you to know. hmm But you're close to it, you're cl- too close to see it. Right. I can't see my stuff. No. <laughs> I need somebody else to help me. Yeah. So I am working with you, say, and your soul says, okay, April would benefit from knowing this. Mm-hmm. She's struggling with this, and this is related. Mm-hmm. So it gives it to me so that I can make you conscious of it. Wow. And the connection.
0: Yes. Yeah. And that cool.
1: enables you with integrating all that understanding of all those pieces. It helps to loosen
0: mm-hmm. that knot. Right.
1: So that you have more access to really releasing yourself from the hold that issue head on you
0: so it sometimes isn't the thing that we think it is we, you know it's like a like you gave the example of your you know jamming your foot into something and the focus becomes completely on the foot but meanwhile there are other things connected to this so but we but like you said if you're so close to a situation it's very difficult to see it from a broader perspective where you can see all the components and parts that are contributing to it because it's not you know, it. we don't, we are inside the vehicle. We're not outside the vehicle. So we can't see ourselves um, per se very well. And that's where you come in, where you can, you can kind of have a broader perspective of what's going on with somebody. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know, that same thing happens with human design. Yes. So we're doing readings with people mm-hmm. and they know their issue. Right. But they always look at it the same way. Right. And looking at it from the perspective of the chart enables us to make aware for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is connected to, right? Look at it this way.
0: Yeah.
1: And I call it getting outside of my head perspective. Yes. When I get somebody else's viewpoint that's mm-hmm. not what I've been running in my head all this, like, oh, I could look at it that way, mm-hmm. changes everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing we do kind of like in, in all of our systems currently, we have this kind of uh, mono, like third dimension way of viewing a thing where everybody's the same and whatever's going on has the same cause for everybody. And we're a lot more complex than that as humans. It isn't so simple. It isn't, um, you know, just one thing necessarily. It could be multiple things contributing to that one thing. That's not even actually the issue. So it's very helpful to have um, someone who can kind of see you from that perspective and help you, int- you know, kind of reintroduce yourself or draw yourself back to your own inner knowing. Because uh, I I really do believe everybody has that wisdom on the inside of them, but we've really been um, conditioned out of being connected to our inner knowing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so you're in a sense also really helping others to become intuitive about their own what's going on in their own lives and in their bodies.
1: All the way back from doing massage therapy Mm -hmm. through everything I'm doing now, so much of it is helping my client be aware. Mm. And, you know, um, when I'm doing massage, Mm -hmm. not doing massage anymore, but or when I'm doing biofield tuning, right, I am talking almost continuously
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I'm getting all this information
2: mm-hmm.
1: and delivering it to them. Because I want to empower the person mm. to be able to help themselves. Right. To be aware. Oh, this something is coming up. Well, there. That I I know what that is. So, mm-hmm. how do I want to deal with that? Mm. Wow. And human design is terrific at providing people with clarity and then, you know, practical strategies. Right for how to shift the situation. you yes. Find themselves
0: in. Yes, yes, it certainly makes them aware of how they take in energy as opposed to someone else, which is very unique and it's very, yeah. very empowering for sure. So you do have a, a background in chemistry, so you you really do know your science. Um, does that play a role in what you do? Your the basis of that.
1: Yeah. So as a massage therapist. I found that a lot of what I was doing to help people understand is educate them about what's going on in their bodies. Mm -hmm. And with that understanding, know how to take care of themselves. Right. So, you know, in terms of understanding if there's scar tissue or something like explaining, you know, the muscle physiology and what's going on. Right, right. Or, you know, the importance of drinking water Mm -hmm. or getting enough salt. Mm-hmm. or what happens when you have a food reaction.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like being able to take my understanding of all of those things and how it affects the person's body mm-hmm. and then what they are struggling with. Mm-hmm. So it's like I make a connection for them. This is what's going on in your body.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Physically, you know, you've got muscle tissue and you've got blood and all that stuff. Right. And here's how you can impact what you are dealing with physically. Mm-hmm in your life Mm -hmm. and then uh, you know here's an example when i started doing biofield tuning part of me was you know this is energy work and my experience is that i don't necessarily get real like results Mm -hmm. noticeable Mm -hmm. change with energy work so is this doing something is it not so when the the pandemic shutdown started i couldn't go to other people and they couldn't come to me for a massage. And a friend of mine who lives five minutes from here, she had fallen on the vacuum cleaner with her hand, and it was black and blue, and she couldn't open it. Goodness. So I called her on the phone, and I did biofield tuning for her on the phone. This was before I started doing Zoom with it. Mm -hmm. And while I was working on her, the blues went away, and she was able to open her hand.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: And part of it is just me doing the tuning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But part of it is, you know, I am seeing in my mind what's going on physically, understanding mm-hmm. about the physiology and the blood and the scar tissue and inflammation, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And talking to my friend, speaking into the field, what we want to do is we want that inflammation to, you know, pull out, mm-hmm. use the lymphatic system, get the blood moving out. And the bruise went away and she was able to open her hand. Wow. Wow. It's so powerful. I was like, wow, I am actually doing something.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And my facility with talking about chemistry and the body and the physiology in terms that people can relate to uh-huh. really makes a difference.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of, yeah, you're kind of speaking their language so that they can understand better. Yeah, we we're moving and I'm very glad to see that our society is moving more towards understanding that the, uh, you know, we're not just what's contained inside the body that there's a field outside the body. I I believe it's 10 feet out either way if I'm, if I'm correct, that uh, your aura can be detected and that's science. Um, so it's becoming more and more well-known that, um, we have an energy field and that energy field can either vibrate in ways that are good in ways that maybe are not so good for us. So that's becoming more, um, mainstream knowledge. And we're so conditioned to believe in more of a materialistic, uh, way that we don't you know, we have to condition ourselves out of that, and it's wonderful when you have a situation where, wow, it works. Like you know, it's you know, it's going to work, but you're kind of surprised it works so well, and I mean, that's very exciting.
1: It continues to surprise me. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm skeptical. Sure. So it's like, you know, Human Design. I started off not believing mm-hmm. the decisions of the planets made any difference. Right. Right. And suddenly, Human Design lands in my lap. It's like, whoa this stuff really works. <laughs> I understand that. I think I
0: set out to disprove it when I first found yeah. it. And then I started yeah. experimenting with it and I seem to face less resistance as a manifester. And that's a very big deal <laughs> when that <laughs> happens. Cause I think we spend a lot of our lives like hitting brick walls, you know? So I thought, wow, I think there is something to this, but I, that was my whole, you know, I kind of believe that, um, that proverb that says, uh, Uh, little doubt, little enlightenment, big doubt, big enlightenment, right? So I think it's very healthy to have doubt. Um, But I think what's, what is important is that you test it, you know, you see. And I think it's been uh, your experience in mind that human design has um, been pretty wonderful in terms of learning about ourselves and others and how we interact differently. Yeah. Definitely. So,
1: and I've just been, um, having so much fun with the combination yes. of, of human design and biofield tuning and literally working with them at the same time. Yeah. Integrating the, the, them together has been oh, so amazing.
0: That is really incredible. I, I it's, a, it is amazing to see, uh, you do this now we can find you. You have a website, um, called miracle Yes. Okay. And so if uh, if y'all out there want to find out more about um, Sandra, check out miracleinspirations.com. You're also on Facebook, uh, Sandra L, or I'm sorry Sandra Lee inspiration to put on my glasses, um, and Instagram, Miracle Inspirations, and they can email you too at sandra at miracleinspirations.com. Yes, no, very good. So and
1: if anybody wants to you know, meet with me, I'm happy to do that. Okay. I also have a free gift, a new, a checklist, making powerful and effective decisions.
0: Okay. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I really liked how your chapter was laid out. It was very practical. Um, and then I noticed too, that you've written another, you have another book that you also contributed on, on your website. What is the name of that one? Again, I didn't write. Um,
1: abundance by design. Okay. And then there's there's one I'm I'm contributing to now. I'm working on another book project, um, energy medicine.
0: Fabulous! So, oh, that's yeah. very exciting. Well, I'm I know everyone's going to be very exciting to learn more about you. You're a blogger as well. Do you have a blog site, or do you blog on your website? It's
1: on the website, and okay. um, I've also been putting it on Medium. So
0: okay, wonderful. That's awesome. So, um, uh, Sandra supports entrepreneurs in uh, consciously uh, bringing their divine gifts to life through their services and products. Um, and she has, she's combining two really powerful modalities. So you definitely want to check out her website and, uh, contact her if you're interested, which I know you will be interested. Um, and then I always ask, um, one last question to all my guests before they leave. And there's no right or wrong answer. Um, if you could live at any time in history, when would that be and why?
1: I would really love to be in the United States in the time where we had all of the bison.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: And, you know, there used to be just like, just like these ah, never stopping flows of bison. Mm. And, you know, birds would fly and they would darken the sky. Mm. I would love to be in that time experiencing just that, like, aliveness so of, much life of the earth.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah that's a beautiful answer. I, I love that where all the creatures were numerous and, and free and, and uh, roaming, roaming North America would be wonderful. Yeah.
1: I have a dream of um, having a farm okay, and doing regenerative agriculture, because there's a way of working with livestock, like cows, for example, mm-hmm. and, you know, using fencing Mm-hmm. That enables you to move the cows from one place to another place, to another okay. place, so that you're working with the, the way the grass works.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: when, when the cow bites the grass off, the, the roots in the ground die, and, you know, it makes the soil healthier. Yes. And it causes the plants to have their roots go deep. And it regenerates the soil, regenerates the earth, makes the water carrying capacity so much higher. And it makes the animals healthier. It improves everything in all respects. So I've wanted to do regenerative agriculture for a long time.
0: I love that. Yes, I agree with you. I tell my husband all the time when I grow up, I think I'll be a farmer. I want to get back to how things were and more in alignment with our original nature. I feel like um, health is found there. Uh, both um, mentally, spiritually, and physically. If we can kind of not necessarily turn back the clock, but return closer to how things were. I couldn't agree more, Sandra. I thank you very much for coming on today. It was just an absolute uh, pleasure getting to speak with you and uh, really excited to learn more about what you do. And um, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Awaken the heart of your business.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thanks everybody for joining us. We'll see you next time.